Good day, good people. And we are back with another exciting, power-packed episode of Unpacking Her Purse, which is a Soul Poor podcast presentation in celebration of Women's History Month that is going on right now. March 1st through March 31st. And, you know, March is always exciting for me because this is my month. This is my birthday month. And this is um, a project that I've been doing in celebration of my birthday. And this is just um, unpacking all of my baggage, unpacking and burning 45 years of baggage, things I need to get rid of, things I've been carrying along the way that some of the things benefit me and some of the things no longer benefit me as I grow and mature into a new person, a brand new woman um, that I didn't know that I had packed inside. So, you know, it's always a mystery in learning about who you are. That's probably one of the hardest things I have had to do. And probably one of the hardest things that most women have to do is to turn the mirror around and find out about you and what you have in store, what's next for you in your days to come. Um, and as we are embarking on a time right now and you just kind of feel like time is just constantly just fleeting, it's running away from you <laughs> um, with the pandemic kind of coming through and shaking up everything. So I decided during my time alone and in quarantine that I would um, step into life coaching and I have had the most wonderful experience with my life coach. And that's who we have today, ladies. We have my very special guest, my very special friend, Petrina Anderson. Welcome, welcome, Miss Petrina. Thank you for having me uh, on this wonderful day, this wonderful month to celebrate women and to celebrate your birthday. Yes, yes, yes. I am so glad you told us yes. I'm so glad you've taken the time <laughs> to hang out with us and we're going to have a good time and we're going to dig deep. But first, let me tell the listeners a little bit about you. <laughs> okay. And again, um, she is Petrina Anderson, a certified life and success coach, a native of North Carolina. Big shouts to North Carolina, y'all. Petrina earned her undergrad from Bennett College, where her studies focused on psychology and special education. She went on to obtain her master's degree in social work from the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, California. Petrina's experience includes five years in education as well as the corporate arena, but she found the most satisfaction working with nonprofits where she managed programs centered around helping others develop skills. In 2019, she became a certified life and success coach and started her business, Your Words Have Power, in 2020. Full disclosure, Katrina is my life and success coach who has helped me in infinite ways. Welcome, Coach P. Thank you for that wonderful welcome. And I am excited to talk about unpacking those purses. Uh, it's been a fun ride with you 
finding out some of the purses that you didn't even realize you had tucked at the back of the closet. I know, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been amazing uh, opening those purses and finding all the wonderful jewels inside of them. It's, it's delightful that you chose this particular topic and how you framed it around unpacking those purses. Because oftentimes when we stick a purse at the back of the closet, we don't think about what's actually in that closet, in that purse that's tucked in the closet. And we find sometimes money. Sometimes we find old pieces of jewelry. Sometimes we can even just find some really cool things that, that bring back a memory And that's what becomes beneficial when we unpack those purses. And then we also find some stuff we don't need anymore. And so then we can get rid of those things. Right. (laughs) And I know along our journey, you have always, I know when we first started, you know, we first started back in October Mm -hmm. and you said, um, let's try to unpack this 10 piece luggage that you are carrying that you don't need and you may just need a duffel bag and not the 10 pieces. I was like, man, you know, that really put things in perspective for me. Mm -hmm. And that's how the title of this series was born. Awesome. And I was thinking, you know, I always think about ladies. I'm like, okay, you know, Back in the day, I was changing. I would have my outfit going, my shoes, and my purse. Outfit, shoes, and purse. But as I got older, you know, that just started to be too much. I was like, no, no, no. Like, let me just find an everyday bag. But my everyday bag was getting so heavy. I can remember um, walking around. I don't know where I was. Shopping somewhere, of course. And one of my um, straps popped on my bag. I was like, man, because it was getting too heavy. Mm-hmm. It was getting too heavy. I would always clean it out. But when I cleaned it out, I was just transferring my mess, right? <laughs> Which was so much Thank like you. my life. Yeah. And my life has just been through so many, you know, hills and valleys, as we all do. Oh, and yeah, we can't definitely. stop them from coming. But we need to sort them out, you know, Definitely, you have just, yeah, you've helped me sort these things out. And to you, it probably was really simple. But for me, I was like, Lord, have mercy. Like, I'm almost embarrassed. Look at all this junk. Right? <laughs> Look at all this junk. And a lot of my stuff was coming from, um, like we just say, our changes, you know, by me being a parent at such a young age, um, you know, when the kids came and they start to grow up, you kind of put yourself on hold, you put yourself on the back burner. And then all of that time just flies by. And next thing I know, I look up and I have grown children. And, you know, for the people who know me, they know I have you know, a couple of children that's grown. And then I got one itty bitty. And now I got a itty bitty bitty with the grandbaby, which added a whole new piece of luggage, didn't it, Patrina? Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. But we're going to say that's a small piece of luggage. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> small piece of luggage. Yes. 
But, um, and you just wonder like, where am I supposed to be in life? I had been Mm -hmm. in my same career for 23 years and I just got to the point like, I'm just not sure Mm -hmm. if this suits me anymore. And it might not be that. It may just be some other things, you know, that you're carrying that's dragging you down. True indeed. Um, So is this something that you were hearing from a lot of people? Because like what inspired you to start a life coach career? Well, I'm I'm glad you asked me that question. And and it's funny uh, hearing you talk about that uh, from the perspective of October and how things Mm -hmm. have truly morphed and changed. And interestingly enough, exactly what you just explained is why I became a life coach. Because in the industry of working in nonprofit or social work, which is a helping profession, even in the spiritual arena, we oftentimes find people pouring themselves into their families, their church, their community, their friends, volunteering, et cetera, et cetera, and and pouring into their jobs to the point of exhaustion Mm -hmm. and still attempting to give more and had nothing else left to give. And Mm -hmm. so it became evident to me from watching these dynamics that these folks had begun functioning on fumes. And it was time to look at really how to help folks in a way that left them with their dignity intact, but also gave them some tools so that they could move forward with either continuing to work in that arena, but working smarter, not harder, Mm -hmm. as well as being present in their family, in their community, in their jobs, and where else they felt the need to be present at all times, because it did you no good to just show up if you're not there for the full experience of the show up. And so I became really passionate when I was doing a study for my social work degree around compassion fatigue. And Mm -hmm. that became a light bulb moment for me on how to look at self-care tools and how Mm -hmm. to educate folks on those tools. Because most people, when they think about self-care, they immediately think, oh gosh, I got to spend all this money. But actually there are some small things that you can do that create great impact for your life and create a balance for you. And that's where a coach comes in to create a safe space for you Mm -hmm. so that you can talk about what's going on, but not just talk about it, but create a plan and a goal on how to accomplish what it is you want to accomplish with where you are at that particular point in your life. And once you've accomplished that goal, move forward to the next thing and the next thing, because we set goals all the time. But oftentimes what we need is somebody to support the goal that we've set for ourselves and to create the forward motion around direction and focus. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, it's a lot of that going on right now and you do set the goals and especially as women, you set a lot of goals. You set the bar really high, right? Yes. But something else comes into play and you say, okay, well, this needs more of me than my goal does. 
And then we pour ourselves into that. And like you said, we do. We continuously just pour ourselves out, pour ourselves out, and then there is no more. And that was what I found myself doing. I was just slicing myself, you know, all over the place between um, having children, having a new marriage, having more children, and my career. I was just slicing myself up, you know, and I just kept doing it until I looked up and I was gone. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who I was anymore, yeah. what I liked to do. I couldn't feel anymore. I grew numb. Yeah. You became an imposter in your own body, in your own life. Th- when you stopped and realized where you were, it gave you the opportunity to pivot, move, re-engage, reacclimate, but also reignite a fire for yourself. Because you had to remember what is it that I really like to do? What are the things that excite me about my marriage, my time with my children? What type of work would I really like to be doing? And how do I see myself showing up in that for the future? Because oftentimes we define ourselves by the labels that either we've created or someone has created for us. So Mm -hmm. we have to figure out, are those the labels that work best for me? And if they don't, then let me redefine them Mm -hmm. or let me throw them away because they no longer serve me. Because, Yes. yes, I'm a mom, but I'm also a daughter. And how do I want to show up in that? I'm a mom. How do I want to show up in that? I'm a grandma. How do I want to show up in that? I'm a wife. How do I want to show up in that? Look at all those different avenues. And then you get to decide and I get to support you in how you show up in that, whatever that looks like for you. And and the wonderful thing about coaching is these are ideas and values that you set and they're realistic goals Mm -hmm. and objectives and values that you have for yourself, not something that someone has given you, because oftentimes that's how we get into the imposter syndrome, because Mm -hmm. we felt like, well, what are these people going to say about this? Or what are these people going to say about that? As opposed to what do I say about me being this mom? What do I say about me being this Uh, presenter for a podcast? What do I say about entrepreneurship? And what does that look like for me and my family? Not what the masses have to say. Right. And that, you know, that is a big piece of me. And that was the one of the biggest pieces of why I came looking for you. (laughs) Because um, it was, it was all about perception for me. And I think it is, you know, for a lot of women, especially Mm -hmm. moms, um, you know, we try to, we think that our children are the best reflection of us a lot of times, but we only have a little bit of control. If you Mm want to, you know, be honest with others as well as yourself, you only have a little bit of control. And I can remember, you know, I always want to look like I'm on my A game. 
like I always got it together and everything because I know that's how I show up to the outside world, even when things are crumbling sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, because when those children start to grow up and they start, you know, just coming into their own and just being who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. That's who they are. That is not the reflection of the parent, not 100%. Mm-hmm. And when I started to experience that, you know, with my oldest child, of course, because he was the one that became, you know, that walked into adulthood first. And Mm -hmm. when he started taking those steps into adulthood and into manhood, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did not know what I was doing. And probably a year ago, I was ashamed to tell people, I did not know what I was doing. I do not know how to parent adult children. The first thing you want to do is when things go left or go sour with you and an adult child, Mm -hmm. you want to punish them. (laughs) You want to threaten them by taking something away, which you can Mm -hmm. no longer do. All of those things are out of the window. And I know when you and Mm -hmm. I discussed matters like that, you were like, you were no longer like a parent, you can only make suggestions. You can only give them advice. Mm -hmm. When I tell you that that freed up a lot of space for me, once you turn a loose Mm -hmm. and free up, let them live and experience life. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, because if you'll recall uh, several weeks ago when you and I talked Mm -hmm. and I said about giving them advice, Mm -hmm. you're giving them advice from the perspective of stating it in a way that a coach would say it to them if they were playing on a team. Because remember, Mm -hmm. your family's a team. Yes. You as the adult in the house, you and your husband, you guys are the coach. You're a, mm-hmm. You got a head coach and you got an assistant coach yes. and, and, and on a team, a head coach and an assistant coach, they, they get together, they talk about what the plan is for the team and how the team's going to mm-hmm. move forward. It's the same thing with your family and mm-hmm. how your family is going to function in your environment. And you know what you want to see happen. However, once they become an adult, even if they're living in your home, there are still some things you can only coach them on because now they're trying to figure out how they want to live, how they want to grow, how they want to show up either for themselves, for their friends, for their work environment and for their children. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the idea of we've talked to them about how to cross the street as little children, we hold their hand until they're of a certain age and then they don't want you to hold their hand anymore. But you remind them, hey, look both ways before you cross the street. And at at that point, you're you're really coaching because once they're 18, they they going to walk out here and say, "Hmm, I remember mom said or I remember dad said, look both ways before I cross the street. So you've planted the seeds and Mm -hmm. now you have to wait and see what that seed that you've planted, what the harvest is going to look like. And ultimately, the harvest is, it sometimes it changes, the coloring changes, 
Sometimes mm-hmm. the bloom changes. Sometimes the leaves even change. But it yes. doesn't mean that the plant is not still viable. It's just some things have changed in the course of the germination process. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that the plant is not a good plant. It just means that a few things changed. So we still say wonderful plant. And we're going to move on with how that plant has germinated. Exactly. And and with that being said, that plant will bloom in its time, right? Yes. Yes. It is not about when we think it should bloom. We cannot give it any extra Uh additional (laughs) assistance to make it bloom when we want it to bloom. Correct. And I think that is probably the biggest boulder in my bag and in a lot of our bags. And it just holds you down. You know, Mm -hmm. it just keeps you right there. You can't move. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You just become paralyzed in one position Mm -hmm. because Uh all that you do is for the benefit of someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, you continue to live your life like that. When you become a wife, when you become a mother, um, you get up and everything you do, even when you get up and you go to work, everything mm-hmm. you do is for them. You know, Indeed. it's it's no longer about you, but you still mm-hmm. have to play a part in there somewhere. You got to put yourself back on the list. Indeed. Um, do you have, it's imperative. Yes, do you have... Um, mostly women clients or are you both are you more unisex do you actually the the bulk of my clients are women i have worked with a couple of men but the uh-huh. ma- the majority of them have been women and interestingly enough most of them have been in very similar situations to yours around i've put myself last i've put myself last to the point of they have created situations of being so overwhelmed that it has created anxiety for some of them. It has even created Mm -hmm. depression for some Mm -hmm. of them. It has created uh, some issues around not even wanting, especially during this pandemic, some of them not even wanting to leave home because they've been so overwhelmed with being at home, being a perfect parent, being a perfect employee, being this, being that. Mm -hmm. And I've had to remind them, you do realize that you are enough and you are perfect just like you are. Let me show you some ways in which you are perfect, just like you are. Because sometimes we forget about all the things that we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, I found, so it tickled my soul with you, Yolanda, was when we sat down and worked on Yolanda's 25 things that she Oh my things gosh. that she has done oh amazing gosh. that she's so great at. And it was, it's the thing that most of my clients initially struggle with, but they mm-hmm. catch on relatively quickly around celebrating who you are and what you bring to the table. And when I gave you that first assignment around the 25 things that Yolanda is good at, and she told me that she had really struggled with that. So when she came back to the assignment, 
you actually had to get your husband to help you with your assignment. Isn't that sad? I, I laughed. I laughed and I laughed. And so just going back over our initial conversation, because when I, of course, take on a decide to work with a client, one of the first things we do is you just kind of give me some background information. And so I was able to pull some of that and I started listing some things for you and you went, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. I hadn't even thought about that. Yes. Yes. So creating a uh, an accomplishment book is one of the things that I would strongly encourage each of your listeners to do, because most people don't stop and think about all of the amazing things that they know how to do. If you read a recipe and the recipe turned out well, add that to your accomplishment book, celebrate you because you Mm -hmm. did an amazing job. Even if it didn't turn out exactly the way you wanted it to, you took the initiative to do it. Some people won't even take the initiative. Uh, You are able to state that you've taught your children about financial goals and setting those things for yourself and how to manage their money. At 25 years old, how many 23 years old. How many young people do you know right now that know how to manage money the way your children do? You have taught your children how to show up and work in an environment with different people and give excellent customer service. Some folks can't say that they've offered that to their children. You, you've taught your children so many different things about health insurance and all this, you know, these things. And the fact that you are able to give that to other people, especially people that don't necessarily work at the company where you, you previously worked, you've been able to give that to your friends. You've been able to give that to your family members, just the community at large. And, Those are things to celebrate. Uh, The fact that you got up, you were in your right mind when you got up and that you weren't and that you, you know, that you were healthy. Celebrate those things. And I say celebrate them all the time. And the reason why is because when you celebrate those things, ultimately what you do is you let yourself know I am enough. I mm-hmm. am okay. And even when I'm not feeling okay, guess mm-hmm. what? That's okay too. And what I caution people about is, is when you say I'm not feeling okay, it's okay to not be okay, but figure out what's making you not be okay so yes. that you don't stay in the I'm not okay. Because that's yes. ultimately when we land in a space of, having anxiety, having panic attacks, having depression episodes. And when we get there, recognizing that I am there. And if you feel like, oh, I just don't know how to get out of there, seek Uh some professional help so that someone beyond the scope of what you understand can help you to get to the next level. If that means getting some medication for a short period of time, great. If that means going to talk to a therapist or a psychologist, great. You're not crazy because you've taken that step to go get some assistance. Take that step so that you can grow and flourish and bloom wherever it is that you decide you want to bloom. Yes. And so with that being said, Coach P, 
How do you discern who would benefit from seeing a licensed psychologist versus a life coach or maybe both? Well, I will tell you, if you are experiencing anxiety and depression or any other mental health episode or issue, then I would say get a therapist first uh, and, and talk with your medical doctor about it and then seek out a therapist. Oftentimes we in the black community find ourselves in situations because we've heard from previous folks, sometimes in our family or just our community saying, oh no, I'm not going to talk to anybody because I'm not crazy. It's not about being, (laughs) it's not about being crazy. It's about taking care of, (laughs) taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit, Mm -hmm. your soul, and your finances. Because when you don't take care of one of those areas and something's out of sync, it's like trying to sit on a chair and you know you need four legs, but you only got three. And so you're not balanced. And so creating balance for yourself is seeking out a professional. And once you've gotten that arena taken care of, then it may be time to seek out a coach to help you to go the next leg of getting yourself to ultimately where you'd like to be. Because some people want to start a business and don't have a clue how to start that. Get a business coach. Some people want to start doing life in a different way around their health. Mm -hmm. And so get a health coach, get a coach who works specifically with a holistic approaches to your health. If that's what you'd like to do, start eating healthy. That's where a health and wellness coach would come in. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to physically take your body to the next level, then that's where you'd get a physical trainer to work with you one-on-one to help you, or even in a group setting so that you can achieve the goals that you have set for yourself. And that person can help cheer you on because ultimately that's what a coach is doing. They're holding you accountable. Mm -hmm. They're cheering you on and they're helping you to set realistic goals that you can achieve for yourself. Because sometimes that's where overwhelm comes in is when we set goals that are so big and we don't know how to break those things down so that they're bite sized because you can't eat a whole pie at one time. You can't shove it all in your mouth and swallow. You need to take little bites. (laughs) Yes. A lot of times we do. We we try to eat the whole thing at one time. Yeah. And -hmm. then we realize, oh, I can't do this. And then oftentimes when we say we can't do it, we get frustrated Uh and we quit. And when we go back to it, we beat ourselves up saying, oh, I would have been so much further along if I had done this or, oh, I've been so much further along if I had done that. However, some of the things that you learned when you stopped, you now take those things that you've learned and you don't start in the same spot where you were. You start where you stopped. 
So you've already accomplished some things back here. So you just pick up and, and move forward with where you stopped. And that's where I would truly encourage people to get a coach at that point, because then we can talk about what worked, what gave you feedback so that we can take that feedback and move forward and get the success that you're looking for. Exactly. And I know for a lot of, um, you know, a lot of years in my life, I would say, you know, when I was really trying to figure out, you know, what career path I wanted to take and, you know, cause I knew that I was kind of spawning in, in different career paths, mm-hmm. you know, and I've worked numbers forever, but it just, um, it kind of pushed me behind the scenes a little bit too much. I still love it, but it just pushed me behind the scenes a little bit too much while I was hidden from, you know, people mm-hmm. and employees and being able to directly help people and not indirectly help them. Um, I always had information, even though I did what I did, you know, for companies, you know, I've been a payroll accountant forever and I did that, but somehow people will wiggle their way onto my phone line and have one question that would always end up being an additional question which had to do with everything but their money. You know, it would be anything from, um, it was all personal things. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I always had the answer. I always oh, yeah. had an answer for them. Oh yeah. And I loved it. And I love to see them, you know, being able to get what they needed and be able to move on because, you know, that was one building block in their life that they needed. You know, we've been, me and my husband both together, we've been able to um, help people navigate the um, house buying process. Um, you know, cleaning up credit, all, all kinds of things. And I've always, you know, pretty much been in that arena from being a hairdresser to being, you know, a payroll expert. So I've always, you know, come equipped with good tools. <laughs> yes. And so I knew that I wanted to, you know, be a certain type of, of coach or be in coaching or human resources or things mm-hmm. like that. But then, you know, as you think about those goals and then you think about everything that you have to do, then you start thinking about how much time has gotten past you and what age you are. And you just, you know... All of those are like where your little demons play and it's telling you, uh, you know, you too old to get this started. This is going to take you so long. By the time you finish this, it will be no longer useful. I mean, crazy stuff. But mm-hmm. and I always think to myself was like, oh, well, you know, I can't do that because I got to have X, Y, and Z together first before mm-hmm. I can go and coach someone in a specific area. Oh, I got to have it all together here. You know, I have to be, you know, have my credit A1 before I could do that. Which, you know, fortunately, I was able to have my credit A1, but it still didn't say, okay, now you're free to go start a coaching career in helping people <laughs> yeah. with their credit, right? No, mm-hmm. something else come up. Oh, you don't have this part <laughs> together yet. You know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. look over here and see what's going on with your kids. They don't have it all together. So you can't coach mm-hmm. anybody on parenting. You can't coach anybody on blended families. And all of those things, <laughs> I've done well. 
I've done yes, them all. All yes, of those. Yes, ma'am. You don't yes. have to be perfect. You no. know, it's the imperfections that make you well mm-hmm. at yes. what you can offer somebody else. Because it's your Indeed. It's your education that you've learned along the way that mm-hmm. will help you. And I always say to myself, a psychologist always needs a psychologist. We do. Uh, <laughs> let me just tell you, uh, that's one of the things that in, in all of my training that I have been through. Uh, one of the things that I love the most about my social work program was it was mandatory that every one of us went through therapy the entire time that we were in the program and we had to create a self-care plan. And that's one of the things that uh, if you will recall, when I first started working with you Mm -hmm. is I wanted to know from you, what are the things that you do to take care of Yolanda? Mm -hmm. External of being a mom and all those other things, what are some of the things that you do that give you that peaceful mind, body, spirit experience so Mm -hmm. that when you come back to your family, you are able to be present and mindful. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I remember us initially when we first started working together was uh, some breathing exercises because oftentimes most people don't realize in the course of a day how often they hold their breath. When we're nervous, Mm -hmm. we hold our breath. When Mm -hmm. we're scared, we hold our breath. When we're not comfortable with something, we hold our breath. And- Oftentimes, we don't realize throughout the course of the day how long we go with holding our breath. And the body keeps the score on how often you're holding your breath. And what you're ultimately creating is a system for your body to go into panic mode around continuing to hold your breath. And Mm -hmm. so that was the reason why I immediately gave you those breathing exercises to do before you go to bed at night and Mm -hmm. some other times throughout the day so that it re-engages the brain, the lungs, and the entire body around breath work, because breathing is one of the most important things that we could ever do. When we're in panic mode, stop and breathe. When we're not comfortable with something, stop and just take a few deep breaths Mm -hmm. and experience that moment of clarity for the mind and the body so that you can function in the moment and give the answers that you need. I remember when you were making your transition of leaving your job and there was a moment when you and your supervisor were having an exchange and I was glad that you and I had already started working on the breathing exercises because it created a space for you to stop and say, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, I need to take a minute. I need to take a few breaths. Can we come back to this conversation? Because sometimes in the heat of the moment, We start speaking before we've stopped long enough to breathe. And so then we haven't really thought out our answers or thought out how we really want to respond to what's being said to us, as well as thinking about, is this conversation really about me or is this about 
something that this person has going on. Because sometimes we get into an exchange with someone that's not even about us. Exactly. Most of the times it's not about us. Yes. And you know, that is, I mean, that was amazing to learn the breathing exercises Mm -hmm. because I needed them. I needed them (laughs) dearly because in the arena that I work, oh my goodness, it is so stressful. It -hmm. is stressful, but then it's, it's challenging and it's rewarding. Mm -hmm. It's all of those things. It just depends on which way you look at, you know, the situations at hand. But I'm telling you, going through the time that I was going through and where my mindset was at that time, I was just trying to do too much multitasking. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of professions and a lot of professionals call for multitasking. We are not machines. We are not machines. Mm -hmm. And I've just found that, you know, going through a a lot of training, and just experiencing it myself, multitasking does not get you anywhere. <laughs> it gets you right back around to the same circle. You're just turning in circles and getting mm-hmm. yourself frustrated. So that Indeed. breathing technique worked for me, I mean, tremendously. Because before breathing, I wasn't breathing. But I was, mm-hmm. um, I was using some real colorful language. <laughs> I understand. And and oftentimes we do. That's right. Before 10 a.m., I was already, I had been through the rainbow. I was, I was, Mm -hmm. you know, burning (laughs) off some colorful words. So like you said, you've been and said something and you can't reel that thing back in. Yeah. This is all out. I mean, you just hanging out. Right. And, and, you know, one of the things that I have started working on is I'm actually in the process of completing, and I'll complete it towards the end of June, is instinctive meditation. And it Mm -hmm. creates an opportunity for you to be in, in a space, even in the midst of chaos, and go internally and Mm -hmm. meditate, which again, creates the space for breath work. And it takes you internally and it gives you that peace but it also helps you to stop long enough to look at what do I contribute to this Uh what do I not need to contribute to this and how Uh do I move forward so that I leave with my dignity intact and I leave with the person who is in front of me, leave them with their dignity intact. Even though they may not be acting as such, it's okay because I'm going to say what I need to say and I'm going to feel good about what I need to say and I'm going to move on. So those are some of the tools and, and techniques that we work with individuals on when we start talking about creating safe places for mm-hmm. your self-care practices and and sticking to those practices and not allowing anything or anyone to disrupt that for you. I was so happy when you told me that 
you have created your space around you get up in the morning, you have your quiet time, you do your exercise, you do your morning affirmations and all of that work before you get your day started. Because how you show up and get your day started sets the tone for everything else. Then when we talked about uh, some of the things that you were grieving during this time period of being in the pandemic. And so I reminded you, so let's look at what is the self-care that Yolanda needs around her marriage. Those are some of the goals and objectives that we set in coaching around self-care and what that can look like individually and collectively. Because if you don't take care of the self, the self cannot take care of anybody else. It's just like being on an airplane and you don't put your mask on and try to help everybody else put theirs on. And then the plane drops and they're like, well, why didn't she have her mask on? Because she was so busy doing what she normally does, or he was so busy doing what he normally does for the masses and didn't stop long enough to consider, I am worthy of this mask. I am worthy of this care. If it's taking a walk in nature, if that's what you need to do, let that be a form of meditation for you. If it's getting in your car and driving to the park or just taking a day trip somewhere just to say, hey, Even in the pandemic, I was able to leave my house in a safe manner and it created a mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and even financial self-care outing for me because self-care is wealth care. Because if you don't spend money taking care of the self now, you will definitely spend it on the other side in a manner in which you're not the happiest about spending it, i.e. having to pay for procedures, because we haven't stopped long enough to go to the doctor and find out that we needed some care for something, or you're spending money uh, having to have surgery on things that we could have probably avoided having to have surgery on Mm -hmm. if we had just gotten out in nature more. Soak up God's sunshine, that good old vitamin D, because we all need it. Every single day, we need those things. We need fresh air. Our body craves that. Drinking water, those are good things to think about to help take care of the body. And there's a list of a whole lot of other things. And I'll be happy to share those with anyone who calls me at any given time because I, I just believe that if we take care of the self now, it will take care of us down the road. And then we don't end up spending money on pills. We can spend it on parties and happy things. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And we need to do more of that. You know, we need to take the time, you know, with ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and quit, you know, looking at, oh, well, let me take care of this. Let me find out what's going to happen next Mm -hmm. with something else. You know, every day is equipped with its own challenges. Yes, it is. It's already done. 
Mm-hmm. But, it you is. know, we want to run ahead of it, right? And we want to yeah. take care of something before it happens. You mm-hmm. know, we want to change the trajectory mm-hmm. of something, whether it's the mm-hmm. day, whether it's a situation we're dealing with. We have no control. No, none. But yes, why don't we none. know it? But we don't so know it. We, we, I think because we've, we've been conditioned to believe that we can fix it, we can fix it, we can fix it, that mm-hmm. we will drive ourselves crazy trying to fix what doesn't need fixing. It right. doesn't need our attention. We, when we live in this moment, and take care of this moment, whatever mm-hmm. needs to happen in the future, it will happen in the future. But guess what? What if it doesn't happen? And what if it didn't need our fixing? Mm-hmm. Then we sat around, concerned ourselves and worried ourselves into some great sickness over something that didn't even need our attention. And so right. we missed those valuable opportunities for the right here and now. I, I am a grandmother as well. And so mm-hmm. when my grandson is here, I work really hard to make sure that I give him my undivided attention mm-hmm. because I can't hit a rewind button nope. and go back to that moment in time because that moment will have passed. And so I encourage all of your listeners to do the exact same thing. Don't think about, oh, I'll get to that when I retire. Do it now. Oh, I'll get to that down the road. Do it now. I often tell people of the story of my father-in-law, God rest his soul, who he wasn't a huge proponent of going to the doctor. And when he finally did go to the doctor, when he retired, is when they discovered that he had colon cancer. Hmm. And he didn't really get to fully enjoy being retired because within a short period of time after retirement, he passed away. So I tell people, don't talk about you want to go to Africa when you retire Start planning now for maybe, a you know, because a trip to Africa is uh, unless, you know, you've got a substantial savings, the flight is a little pricey mm-hmm. and potentially what you want to do when you get there. But don't let the price stop you. Find a way to do it so that you can check that off and say, hey, I did that before I retired because nothing in life is promised but death and taxes. So enjoy the life that you have each and every day and spend it to the fullest because living in regret gets you nowhere. And that's one of the things a coach can help you to do is figure out how do I plan vacations that I enjoy? How do I live my life to the fullest and create the balance that I want in all of that? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's a word in itself. Do it now. Yes. And I think that's why we are feeling just, you know, during the pandemic, I think that's Mm -hmm. why we're feeling like our time is running out. 
that's been my biggest, mm-hmm. you know, like fear and, you know, it's giving me so much anxiety when the pandemic uh-huh. started. Like, oh my gosh, I better get started <laughs> on the thing, you know, that I kind of lay in bed and think about uh-huh. whether or not, you know, the people think I'm equipped for this assignment or, but this is an inside assignment, excuse me, that is a seed in me that needs mm-hmm. to come. Yes. And you have to answer that call. You do. It's not about the people and it's about mm-hmm. you and it's about the mm-hmm. people that it touch. Oh yes. You would only encourage them to do the same. Mm-hmm. And so that is, I, that's everything is to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. We don't have time to wait. We no, don't. We, we don't. Time. Yeah, we don't because I will tell you uh, what my coach and mentor said to me. There is someone waiting on the gifts that you have and the seeds that come from the bloom that you produce. So oh now God. is the time to let those seeds out into the world so that you can bless other people with what you have been gifted to bless the people with. Yes. Yes. That is also true because if you don't do it and you don't plant those seeds, you're withholding mm-hmm. this information yeah. from that would, you know, that would benefit them. Yeah, and it's not mine to to hold on to. It was given to me to give to other people. So now is the time. If you want to start a business, start it now. If you are trying to figure out what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? What's my purpose? Do what you love. And Mm -hmm. it is not work if you do that which you love. I love to craft as well. So I have a friend who decided, hey, let's go take a jewelry class. Who knew I would find such great therapy in creating jewelry for people Mm -hmm. as well as coaching people because I love to talk and I love to help people to get to the next level and problem solve. It's fun for me. And so who knew in the midst of a pandemic, you could come up with a jewelry business a coaching business and lots of other things that uh, create space for generating revenue, but also helping people to get to their generating revenue. So whatever it is that you have envisioned in your mind to do, I say do it now. And especially with folks who are getting ready to get stimulus checks. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm going to go there because Uh-oh. I have a, I have a wealth I have a wealth coach as well. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said the other night to the masses was she and her husband, she said, "Bet on you and invest in you." And so, I understand folks are trying to play catch up with their mm-hmm. stimulus money. But even if it's just $100 or $500 or maybe even your whole stimulus, if you can afford to do that, Mm -hmm. think about what it is that you've been wanting to do 
sit down, create a plan for yourself and get started. That's the biggest thing is get started investing in you. Just like I said, with well, with self-care, self-care is wealth care. Invest in you. Always bet on you. You are a sure thing. Mm-hmm. And I would tell people that all the time, you know, I have run into a lot of women and they do things on the side and they just kind of leave it there as, you know, what they call a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Beautiful projects. Beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm project. And I ask them all the time. And then what are you doing full time? And they tell me something else. And, you know, all of our (laughs) reasons and everything. When Mm -hmm. are you going to bet on you? Yes. And, you know, they give me a whole lot of reasons why not, you know. Mm -hmm. Never reasons why. Mm -hmm. That they should get started and move this to the forefront. You would just be so much happier. And I know Mm -hmm. people have to do things for different reasons. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But you do need to take that time Mm -hmm. and take that deeper dive and find out the things that make you tick and Mm -hmm. the things that's going to, that you can do, you know, just out of passion, things that you have Mm -hmm. passion for. Oh, yeah. I think you would live longer. You would, you know, be happier with the life that we have. Because we only have this one life. Yeah. And we, do, we all deserve to be happy in this life. Indeed. Take what you have and create what you want. And like you said, oftentimes people work a job for many, many different reasons. However, mm-hmm. remember one thing you don't get the freedom of working for someone else that you get from working for yourself. Mm-hmm. There is such liberty in working for you. Even though you're providing a service to someone else, there's still such freedom in that because thankfully the Mm -hmm. pandemic has shown us a lot of us can work anywhere in the world with these hands and the technology that is available to us. As long as you got a phone, some Wi-Fi, and mm-hmm. some apps on your phone, you can create anything, anywhere. I am a firm believer in that uh, because I, I've seen so many people who have now gone to working from home and that working from home has created space for them to be able to travel with their families or take mm-hmm. care of parents who are sick or or whatever they have always wanted to do, even move to another country because I I do know of someone who has actually relocated to a whole nother country and Mm -hmm. still work here in the U.S., but live in another country because that's what they've always wanted to do. And so don't let this pandemic, let me back up. Don't let yourself walk out of this pandemic and not be doing something Uh that you have the capacity to do a hundred percent of the time and create freedom and space for yourself to grow. That I agree. You have given us several helpful gems like you always <laughs> do. So it's for our favorite. listeners, mm-hmm. you have given 
in us. So this is what we have to remember. These were mm-hmm. our tips. Start that success journal. Yes. Your accomplishments. Do it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and hopefully they won't get caught up like me and you forget them daily. Start that success journal. Mm-hmm. Um, take it, just take the time with yourself and be present. Mm-hmm. Be mindful, be present. Focus on this moment mm-hmm. because there's nothing we can do about the next moment. We don't know what mm-hmm. it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, to be frank, we just got to quit being so nosy about what's around the corner <laughs> and just worry about the now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Live for now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Invest in ourselves. Yes. And find our purpose and our passion. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, breathe. Yes. Because your purpose and your passion will create a, per- a paycheck for you. I'm a firm believer. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, that is my goal. And that will always be my goal. Because <laughs> I believe that. I believe that yeah. wholeheartedly. It mm-hmm. is an uphill journey. It is rough. But I believe it. I believe it oh, can yeah. happen. It can happen for any one of us. You know, we were yes, born with so many talents. We have to take the mm-hmm. time and follow those steps so we could tap into them. Oh, yes. um, we don't have a problem with tapping into them when we are at work. Mm-hmm. For someone so we, else. Yeah. So we can get that promotion. Right. We'll tap uh-huh. right into them. We know everything we do well for that company when mm-hmm. evaluation time comes. And Mm -hmm. so we need to take that time and evaluate ourselves and put those things in our success journals. Yes. So that we will know that we are enough. Oh, yes, definitely. So I was um, into a women's wellness group a couple of weeks, about a month ago now. And she put up a quote that I love so much. And it said it was by Zen Shin. And it says, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Mm -hmm. And that one I hold so dear to my heart because I truly believe that. And that's what we need to focus on. We just Mm -hmm. need to focus on what we need to do for ourselves and what we need to do for this life that we're in Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. We have to take care of ourselves. And if we need help doing it, we need to invest in that coach, invest in that coach that's going to help us navigate where we're trying to go and, Mm -hmm. you know, hold us accountable for those goals that we're trying to reach. Right. Yes, indeed. So I have absolutely enjoyed our time together, Coach P. And like I told you earlier, this does not let you off the hook. (laughs) We are still on. So you are going to see me two times today. Wonderful. (laughs) Yes, my still stands. Yes, Um, ma'am. And it has just been an absolute pleasure. But my final question to you is mm-hmm. what are you packing in your perch coach p <laughs> what am i what am i packing in my purse right now um so my word for this week uh is interesting i, I follow a uh, coach coach sophia and mm-hmm. so my word for this week is peace and whatever peace 
looks like for me, I am truly embodying that at this moment for myself. And I've even sat down and written in my journal, what does peace mean for me? And how can I find peace in my mind? How can I find it in my body? How can Mm -hmm. I find it in my soul? And how can my spirit be at peace? And so I was looking through a few things the other day, especially as I'm doing my meditations, and I found that water brings such peace for me. And so I knew I needed to get to the water. And so I was packing my purse Mm -hmm. to get to the water (laughs) because sometimes I even in knowing different things and knowing how to do certain things, sometimes Mm -hmm. I have dealt with some doubt issues. And Mm -hmm. so, and that doubt comes about when I allow fear or anxiety to kind of creep in. And I said, but if, if I know peace, then there's no reason to fear. If I know peace, then there's no reason to doubt. If there, if I know peace, then there's no reason to be anxious because the word says be anxious for nothing, but mm-hmm. in all things with prayer and thanksgiving, make my request known and he will give me the desires of my heart. And so my desire is to be at peace. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It has been a pleasure. Thank so you. It's been my pleasure. Were those your final words for the listeners? Well, they. One of the things that I want to impress upon everyone is, is that setting goals does not have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a challenge, and you don't have to look at it as a, another task. We can look at it as a fun and viable opportunity for you to grow and enjoy the life that you desperately want to be living. And I can help you to do that. All you got to do is give me a call and we can talk about it. So tell the listeners how they can contact you. So they can contact me on my Google number at 704-833-8583. Thank you so much. And I will also attach that in the show notes for this episode. And thank you again for saying yes to this call, Coach P. And thank you for saying yes to me from my personal call (laughs) uh, to help coach me along my journey. Um, It has been so helpful and I will always be appreciative for this. It has been my pleasure. Thank you again for the ask. And uh, I couldn't think of any other place I would have rather been than right here, letting people know about all the resources that are available to them. So thank my listeners today once more for joining us on another exciting Power Pack episode of Unpacking Her Purse, which is a Soul Poor podcast presentation in celebration of Women's History Month. You can also tune in to the Soul Poor podcast on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. You can also find us 
on www.thesoulpoorpodcast.com. Thank you so much and enjoy your day. Thank you.